intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you it should be dialing into youtube it it says that we're live andrea i'm it's a whole minute early i'm so excited andrea and i have never done a live uh broadcast directly to youtube so we've jumped on just a few minutes early and we're going to wait for 10 o'clock and see what happens here and we will do a live show, a Q&A of Andrea Morley, Healthy Trucker. And this is different. I go live every Monday on Facebook, but this is different somehow, having a guest and going live. I'm uh, excited. We're keeping our fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, it is 10 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. We are live on YouTube today on the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. And my guest, yes, live. Now, if you're listening to Lead Pedal Radio and you're catching this show, okay, it's not live. But if you're here today on, what is the date today? The February the 19th at 10 a.m., Andrea Morley is live. So, Welcome, Andrea, to the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. Thank you, Chris. How have you been? What's the weather like? I mean, I know I've dug out of snow recently. Uh, Tuesday was a heck of a dump. What was it like in London? Uh, we have a lot of snow here. So I'm actually west of London, closer to Lake Huron, and we have a lot of snow. Um, I would say a good two feet. It was going past my winter boots when I was trekking through it the other day. <laughs> Luckily, working from home, I'm able to avoid having to drive too much in all that snow and can stay a little bit safer. It is, I, I mean, I'm not much of a winter guy, but it is awful pretty out there. And it is pretty. We do have a live viewer with us. And if that live viewer wanted to say hi in the comments, I could give you a shout out. Now, the reason for the... Um, the reason you're a guest today is that we recently videotaped. There is a truck driver virtual meeting coming up on March the 6th. And you're one of the guest speakers, KRTS and Safety Dog have teamed up to do a truck driver virtual meeting. And just so our listeners understand, what we're doing is to avoid some of the technical difficulties Andrea is going to be with us live on March the 6th, but we pre-recorded her presentation as we're going to pre-record my presentation to try to avoid any technical difficulties. And because we've already pre-recorded Andrea's presentation, it created questions within my mind uh, when we were doing it because she had some great information that she's presenting. And so I just wanted to say... Hi to Andrea, bring her on, ask her what she's talking about on March the 6th, and maybe ask a few follow-up questions from the presentation that I've seen that you haven't seen. So that's why Andrea's here. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. 
I'm so excited about March the 6th. Um, it's going to be fun. We did it, as you might know, uh, for the American Thanksgiving long weekend, we did one. And we had over 500 truck drivers attend, which was pretty phenomenal, I think. Um, this we are anticipating is going to be fun as well. What are you talking about on March the 6th? So the topic for March the 6th is something I haven't actually presented on before, but it is about the effect of physical and mental stress on driver health. So we have talked a lot about um, physical or sorry, mental stress and kind of everything to do with mental health and just our general stress levels. But what we wanted to dive into a little bit more was actually physical stress. So talking about how eating a poor diet or not having good eating habits, maybe not eating regularly enough or not eating enough food, eating the wrong foods, maybe exercising too much, about how all of those things are actually contributing to our physical stress levels and then how that is affecting driver's health. Why would you pick such a topic during this time? Well, we are obviously facing unprecedented stress levels that we have never really seen before, uh, just because we are facing a lot of different factors that didn't exist two years ago, five years ago, 10, 20, 30 years ago. Our lifestyles have really, really changed, um, whether it has to do with the COVID-19 pandemic. That's obviously brought on a lot of different types of stress. And then if it has to do with technology and how we are simply a phone call or a text message or an email away and everybody expects us to always have our phones on us and always be 100% accessible, that's contributing to our stress levels. The fact that we are working such long hours and have our computers with us all the time, working from home for a lot of people has added to their stress levels because they're not really experiencing that divide between work time and their personal time. So we are facing a lot of different types of stress coming at us from all different angles. So good topic to talk about. And, you know, being a, a former truck driver, I can't imagine uh, the stresses that a cross-border truck driver may be under and then the added stress of coming home and the spouse and the children, because we are all under added stress at the moment. And so I think some home time uh, might be more stressful uh, than being in the truck sometimes. I'm, you know, it's just, it's an unprecedented time, as you say. What can we do to, Definitely. what can, what can we do to um, help alleviate some of this mental anxiety? Well, you know what, for drivers, it is specifically very difficult because we talk about when they're at home, they have a lot to deal with and everything that they weren't able to deal with while they were on the road, they're then having to fix all the things that are going wrong in their house that their spouse needs their help with. They're having to take on some more of those responsibilities in order to give their spouse a break, maybe from taking care of the kids and cleaning and cooking. Those types of duties, you, it, it is really that give and take um, that they're having to, to work with in those relationships. But then at the same time, when they are on the road they're stressed out because they know they can't be there and be at home with their with their family and be helping with all of those things and they're having to face all the stress that they face on the road the traffic the customers um appointments traffic uh customs everything that they deal with when they're on the road and then as well knowing that burden that is happening at home as well so 
we do talk a lot in the presentation about different stress management techniques. That's something I have talked quite a bit about in the past. I've written a lot of articles on that. We definitely uh, talk about that within the presentation. Again, stress management techniques can be as simple as learning to stop yourself and take a few deep breaths when you need to, maybe going for walks um, a little bit more regularly. That's one of the best ways to just clear your thoughts, clear your head, and to kind of be able to refocus on what's really important and what you need to be giving your attention to and what's kind of draining your energy and, and draining your, uh, your attention and, and causing more stress to you. And then other things like maybe even yoga and meditation, if that's the right option for you, I highly encourage you to do that. You would be surprised at how many truck drivers do take advantage of things like yoga and meditation. But you know what? It's not for everybody and that's okay. And I'm not going to sit here and, and tell every truck driver that they need to be doing that, but it is worth a try because it could even be as simple as just laying down or sitting down and just closing your eyes and letting all of your thoughts filter out of your mind. And just focusing on one thing, maybe that's your breathing, or maybe that's the sounds that you're hearing around you, um, instead of letting those thoughts kind of take over and take over your mind. Yeah, it's huge. And I know you go deep on March the 6th into all that. Um, what our listeners might want to know is on March the 6th, there is a quiz uh, for Andrea's uh, presentation and, and mine as well. And then documentation that you attended, which is really important to the companies that uh, are asking their drivers to attend. It's about documentation. So we really think the drivers are going to pick up some new tips and techniques, perhaps be reminded of some tips and techniques. Uh, one of the things during your, the taping of your presentation, I wanted to ask you about, I had told you that, uh, God, I guess maybe it was six or nine months ago. I'm not sure when exactly I started watching my weight. I was more than 125 or sorry, uh, 225. I wish I was down at 125. No, I'd be sick and dead. Um, but I was at 225 pounds, uh, north of that. Uh, and I'm now down, I weighed myself this morning, uh, 195.8. So I've lost some weight. But you implied or suggested during the presentation that I didn't do it the right way. What I was doing was having greens in the morning, uh, drinking lots of water, drinking anywhere from two to four liters of water in a day, which I want to talk about for truck drivers. How in the heck can they do that? And then I wouldn't eat again, though, until uh, anywhere between 5 and 7.30 at night, depending on my schedule. And... You didn't say that I was doing it wrong, but you in the presentation suggested maybe, Chris, that wasn't the right way to do it. What do you mean? Yes. Yeah, so I would never tell you, Chris, you did that completely wrong. That's not the case. But in the presentation, a lot of what I talked about maybe didn't align with the steps that you had taken to lose weight. Now, the first thing I want to say is that we need to remember that weight loss does not always equal health. Those two things are not synonymous. They're not the exact same thing. If you are losing weight, it could be for a variety of reasons. It could be that you are eating really well, supporting your metabolism, taking care of your body in the right ways, and therefore releasing the extra weight that you're carrying around. It could also be because your body is under a lot of stress. 
and you are kind of forcing it to have to use different sources of energy. And then it could also be due to things like illness or injury and your body simply also taking on a lot of stress, but different types of stress and therefore losing weight. Now, in your case, it sounds like you were probably putting your body through some stress. And this is uh, one of the big topics that we do talk about on March 6th is physical stress that you are causing your body based on your eating habits specifically. So for you, you mentioned that uh, in the mornings you eat very little and then you don't typically eat much at all up until that five or six o'clock period. Um, What that does is it puts your body into a fasted state and that has become very popular over the past five to 10 years is what's called intermittent fasting. And that's when you are shrinking down your eating window to be anywhere from say, um, two to four to six or eight hours. So you are going maybe a period of 12 to 18 hours of fasting. So maybe you stop eating at six o'clock at night, and then you don't eat again until 12 o'clock the next day, that would be an 18 hour fasted period. And then you may let yourself eat from 12 o'clock noon up until 6pm again each day. And that's your eating window. And what that does is it forces your body to find its own sources of energy since you're not feeding it throughout, throughout those 18 hours. Our bodies and our brains need a constant source of glucose specifically. And when we're not eating sources of sugar or sources of carbohydrates that can be broken down into glucose, sugar, basically, um, it has to pull from a different areas in order to kind of create its own forms of sugar. So it may then pull from your fat stores or your protein stores in order, depending again on where your health is at and what you are eating. Or if you are eating lots of fat, it'll work to eventually work to break down that fat into kind of a form of glucose, but then you're also having ketone bodies released at the same time. And that's where you get the keto diet. Now, these types of eating, if you are forcing your body to not eat for an extended period of time and find its own energy, or not feeding your body sugar, not feeding your body carbohydrates in order to make sugar, then that is going to be really stressful on your body because it's again having to force itself to find its own uh, source of energy. Now what this does is it releases a myriad of stress hormones, including cortisol and adrenaline in order to kind of realize like your body is saying, I don't have energy available. I don't have calories available. We're not eating right now. We need to find our own energy and we need to survive whatever is happening right now. So maybe you are lost in the woods. Your body doesn't know exactly what your situation is. So your body might say, hey, we could be lost in the woods for the next week. We need to conserve our energy. We need to find our own sources of energy uh, within the body. And we need to like, provide the energy needed in order to survive this. That's when we go into kind of the the flight or fight mode and our body says, okay, we need to do whatever we can in order to, to get through this next period of time. That releases stress hormones, things like adrenaline initially, and then cortisol and, um, adrenaline and cortisol, stress hormones, not very nice to our health in the long term. It gets us through things initially, but over time it doesn't help with, um, things like fat stores, for example, cortisol is heavily linked to increased visceral fat. So that's fat that we carry in the midsection. Um, So if you are possibly 
forcing yourself to not eat, maybe you are initially losing weight, but then over time you could kind of see maybe that beer belly or the stomach fat starting to creep up on you. That's just an example of how not eating maybe throughout the entire day, kind of restricting your carbohydrates, um, going through different types of physical stress. Again, not eating is a, a form of physical stress and your body has to adapt to that. And then we see things like belly fat starting to uh, creep up on us. And it's funny because I've currently plateaued. I haven't lost weight in probably a month now. Like I've been around the 190 I've been as low as 192, but um, it's actually started to creep up a little bit uh, now. That is a really, really good point because I have a lot of people that come to me and say, I started eating healthy a month ago and I was eating lots and lots of vegetables and protein, just basically eating vegetables and meat. That was my main source of fuel. And I was only eating maybe 1200 to 1500 calories a day. And I lost five to 10 pounds but all of a sudden I stopped losing and I, I haven't lost weight in the last three weeks. And they'll say, well, wh why is that? I'm doing everything right. And there's no possible way that I can eat healthier than I am right now. What's happening is your metabolism has completely slowed down. So you, your body says, okay, he's not feeding us enough calories. So we need to burn less calories in order to be able to utilize the small amount of calories that he is giving us. So then your metabolism slows down and then you're not burning as many calories throughout the day as you normally would. You need to kind of stoke that metabolic fire as much as you can with the right foods by eating first thing in the morning, eating breakfast. That's going to like stoke the fire, feed your metabolism so that your metabolism knows, okay, we can start burning more calories so that we, we know we have energy available. We can burn more calories and, and help him get through his day. And then you want to be eating meals and snacks throughout your day as well. And then you also want to be eating the right foods, which is going to include a mix of carbohydrates, uh, a mix of proteins and fats, healthy fats. You eat all three of those, you eat enough calories, you eat enough throughout the entire day. And that is what's going to help you to speed up your metabolism, burn enough calories, and then continue to lose weight until you reach that healthy weight. See, and if people want to learn more, they should be listening to us on, or to you, because I don't speak during your presentation, but listening to you on March the 6th, because I really do believe we're in unprecedented times at the moment. And the amount of stress on all of us, especially truck drivers, is huge right at the moment with COVID and, and all the other stuff and, and unprecedented snowstorms at the moment. Uh, well, it's another form of stress. The, the driver's off on the road having to navigate, you know, up to 80,000 pounds or, or sometimes even heavier uh, in a snowstorm, knowing full well that the spouse is at home having to deal with the results of the snowstorm and they're not there to help. Uh, it's just, it's added stress, stress upon stress at the moment. And I know on March the 6th, you've got some great tips to handle stress. Can you give us just one tip today on how a driver might handle stress? 
Well, you know what, I think, kind of going back to what you were just talking about, about how COVID-19 has obviously increased our stress levels, winter has increased our stress levels. But what I would say to people is because in your free time, you're probably doing less right now, right? When you are at home, when you do have those days off, when you are with your family, you don't have quite as many obligations as you maybe normally would. You're not able to go out to friends' houses and parties and events and barbecues that you would normally have in the summer. You're primarily spending your time at home. And that kind of does give us a bit of an opportunity to slow down a little bit when we're not working. Of course, we still need to make sure that the kids are fed and the groceries are done and all those essential things are met. But at the same time, you may find yourself with just a little bit more spare time. And if that is the case, and then I really encourage people to take advantage of that spare time and not just kind of waste away and fully lounge around on your days off, actually do something productive for your health. And maybe that does mean getting out for a nice long walk, even if it is winter and you need to bundle up a little bit more or getting out and trying to take the kids tobogganing, something that's just going to make your day a little bit more fun or something that's going to help you to release a bit of that stress, maybe just by going for a walk by yourself or doing something with your family that you can, um, or just maybe spending a little bit time, a little bit of time alone, um, maybe block off one area of the house that you can just go and try to meditate for a few minutes or do some stretches or do a little bit of a workout, making sure that you're not overdoing it because we talk on March 6th about how too much exercise can actually be causing you more physical stress. But getting in that workout, even if you can't go to the gym right now, is really going to help with stress levels. Uh, but I would definitely recommend tuning in on March 6th so that you can get the, the full picture and all of those tips and tricks we talk about and how to not only reduce your stress levels, but balance your stress levels. And Andrea, you know, one of the things about going live, when you forget to do something at the beginning of the show, it's really kind of embarrassing. And I forgot to say, Andrea, can you tell us what makes you a specialist in your field? Definitely. So just a little bit of an intro about myself um, is that my name is Andrea. I work with NAL Insurance and work on the Healthy Trucker program that we've developed there. Um, I am a nutritionist. I went to school for nutrition. I have a bachelor's degree in human nutrition. So that is my area of specialty. But over the past several years, I've really branched into other areas of health as well. Um, we at NAL Insurance, we use our Healthy Trucker program as a perk for our clients and kind of a way to help our, our clients improve their health and um, get more in touch with what they need to be doing to live a healthier lifestyle on the road. And I talk to a lot of different associations and at a lot of different events on driver health and helping to educate safety uh, professionals as well as truck drivers on living a healthier, safer lifestyle on the road. And again, because this is the first time doing live, I forgot to put your contact info in the show notes, which I will do immediately as soon as we wrap up here. Uh, so if people want more information, they can reach out to you uh, by email. Is that the best way? Yep. Email is great. So my email is amorley, just my first initial and my last name at healthytrucker.com. Or you can go to our website, healthytrucker.com. And uh, there's links on there that you can just click on to email us automatically. 
and I'll put the, those in the show notes below. Just give me two minutes after we quit going live. All right, that'll be the first thing I do. If somebody wants more information uh, they sh- about the March 6th truck driver meeting, they should uh, reach out to Kim Seitzma-Hill, and she's at KRTS, our partner for this, and she can be reached at one 800 771 8171. And again, I will put that in the show notes below as well. Last words, Andrea, what would you like to say? You know what? I think we've covered a lot today, but I would really, really recommend that people try to avoid the diet and health trends that tend to fly around on social media a lot in recent years or just in the media in magazines things like that so we do see diets coming and going very quickly whether it was back kind of in the 90s or early 2000s with the atkins diet or the ketogenic diet paleo whole 30 these are all diets and what i really want people to realize is that you do not need a specific diet or a specific set of rules in order to lose weight or become healthy it what, what I really recommend that you do is just learn the foundations of good health and the foundations of supporting your metabolism, supporting your uh, organs, spe- specifically your liver and reducing the stress that you're putting on your liver. Doing things like that is what's really going to help you to live a healthier lifestyle, whether you're at home or on the road. So avoiding what everyone is telling you that you need to do all of those extreme things like restricting your carb intake completely or cutting out all animal products because you need vegetables just to to be healthy and that's all you need to live on. Avoiding those those crazy restrictive diets and just learning what works the best for your body, maybe learning what foods you are kind of reacting to, working a little bit on your gut health if you need to, working with a qualified practitioner that can actually address your root cause issues. That's what I recommend everybody does and avoid all the insanity that happens on social media when it comes to different diets. Don't just do what your neighbor or your friend is doing. Do what works for you. Are you saying social media is not the answer to everything? No, it's not. And definitely not when it comes to health. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, I will put your contact info in the show notes below. I will put Kim's uh, contact info Uh, or the phone number that you can reach out to Kim in the show notes below. Just give me a couple of minutes and that will be done. Thanks, Andrea, so much. Have a great day. No problem. Thanks for having me, Chris.